Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is March 10th. The time is about uh, 11.30. Reddy NPC has been conducting conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, raise your hand. If you are a newcomer, please put your camera on. Let our team know that you are a newcomer. Let our team know that you are a newcomer. CK? Hi, hi Rahul. This is Kiran here. Uh, yes, Kiran. This, my, my days have been current since last year. Uh, May. I'm still waiting mm-hmm. for my EAD and my COVID fight to approve. But mm-hmm. my wife, recently my wife, she got approved her EAD. So my, my question is, I got another offer from other company. Uh, <clears throat> it is a very good offer, so I want to take that. So I can just transfer my H1 and take my EAD with me. Uh, and still, it's not approved yet. So what do you suggest? Like? What is your priority date? It's uh, Dates are current. My, my, my priority date is Jan. Uh, 2011, Jan 13, 2011. Yeah, Um, yeah, I mean, absolutely. You have no problem. I don't see any problem in you moving to a different company, even though your EAD is not approved. The only problem I see is that the new company has to file a H-1B, that's all. They just need to transfer my H-1, right? Still, I'm holding my, this company's H-1, they just need to transfer my H-1, isn't it? Absolutely, that's all. You don't need anything else. All right. Is there anything else I need to do? Like, since my EAD is not approved, so I uh, need AC-21? The, uh, just, it's better to file an AC-21. We strongly recommend it. But mm-hmm. there are some companies that are telling, we'll file it only when the RFA comes in when you go for the interview. That's fine, too. That's fine, mm-hmm. too. This is, you know, I would prefer to file the 485J, but if your company mm-hmm. is not willing to, I'm going to still join that company if I will. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah, that, that answers my question. Thanks a lot. Next Rahul. person, next person, please. Mehak? Uh, hello. So I am planning to go for H1B stamping Dropbox and I have mm-hmm. a concern. So let me share the case scenario with you. So mm-hmm. at org level, the company renamed the title and my title was renamed from lead software engineer to application engineer. So my current H1B has title as lead software engineer. That is the previous title. So in uh, like when I go for stamping Dropbox, so the employment verification letter, which I have received from an employer. So it states my title as new title and then in bracket, they have mentioned the previous title. And they have all also mentioned that as part of natural progression, title was changed. And despite slight change in title, job duties are substantially same as mentioned in H-1B pen- uh, petition. And there is no material change. 
so i wanted to ask like uh, like uh, can you suggest if employment verification letter is good enough to let with that's the good officer enough. that's good enough okay. they have explained all the legal things what needed to be okay sure so there are no job duties uh, like change so that's fine right no amendment yeah, see see people change their titles very frequently as long as the job duties are similar no material change and they have explained all the things you're good i don't see any problem there okay sure thank you so much next person please please uh, um hi rahul um yes ma'am my question is i have a h4 visa stamping from my spouse h1b old employer valid until september 2022 and have h4 approval notice with new h1b employer valid until 2024 uh, my question is if i go to india so and- this h1b approval is from of your husband or yours uh my husband okay okay but 2024. he changed yeah but he, he changed, changed the Okay, yeah, got he it. changed. Got it. Uh, my question is, if I go to India and come back to US before September two thousand and twenty-two, do I have to go to H four visa stamping again? Absolutely not required. Okay. And am however, I... when you come into United States, though, I want you to show your husband's H one B approval until two thousand twenty-four. They may give you. They normally will give you I ninety four until two thousand twenty-four. Oh, that's wonderful to know. I, I mean, uh, just in case, I have another question as well. Uh, in case I'm coming back uh, in, uh, let's say July, August, wedding year to my visa expiry, and uh, do you suggest me to go to the visa stamping again? Not um, required. Not required. But if you want to, it's up to you. But it's not required, even if you come. And if by any chance you show them the H one approval of your husband at two thousand twenty-four, they will give it to you until two thousand twenty-four. But Once you come into United States, check online when the I ninety four expires. Okay. Oh, after I come back, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I have to carry both the employer approval notice, previous one and the uh, present one too, right? I don't care about the previous one. The current one is good enough. Oh, wonderful! Thank you so much. That answers my question. Thank you so much. Next again. person, please. Sneha. Go ahead, ma'am. Hi, Rahul. This is Sneha. So my mom is here with us on B two visa, and her I ninety four is valid till twenty ninth May. So I have two questions now. She wants to visit my cousin in Canada. Uh, I'm planning to send her uh, May first week. So if she when she's returning back, will her I ninety four gets extended? They may extend it. They may not extend it though. So after she come. back if we plan to extend her visa and as a family if we are planning to go back to canada again uh, to visit my cousin uh, if will she have any problem uh, returning back yes ma'am the reason is that if the the culture in united states though when the parents come into into uh, into they don't stay with their children mm-hmm. they stay in a hotel yeah so when people are staying here for more than 6 months and then trying to go and keep extending it though mm-hmm. they feel that your mother is staying here in united states and visiting other countries okay. that is not the purpose of the visiting visa though so i do not recommend people staying for more than 6 months in this country okay okay yeah i get that thank you next person please वंशी किरण 
yeah hi rahul this is vamshi i have a i have couple of questions rahul like uh, i have h1b i have come 2 years ago so recently i changed my employer and my new i797 is also approved for next 3 years but i'm i need to go india next month so my uh, prior uh, employer visa is valid till may 22nd 2022 so uh, without stamping can i come back or i need to go for stamping as per the new i797 you said your stamping is expiring when a uh, 22nd may rahul of which year uh, this year and when are you planning to come back i'm planning to go in the first week of april and i'm planning to come back by 14th may and and, and when is the passport stamping expiring again may which date may 22nd there is only one week uh, technically you can come back but mm-hmm. <laughs> you're playing with the, you're playing with a the fire there oh okay so certainly good to get an appointment and complete yeah, stamping yeah Yeah, mm, the technical yeah. answer is you could come back. There's nothing technical. You could come back, mm-hmm. but uh, that one week is too risky for me. Okay, got you, got you. And Rahul, one quick question, one more question. See, my mother. I need to take care of my mother who is offshore now. So mm-hmm. I know she can be brought over here on B one B two visa, but she can only stay for six months, right? So for in such cases when no one is there to take care of her at offshore can we appeal for any special status for for a long term stay is no. there any option no there is no option okay okay yeah that answers thank you thanks rahul next person please adi hi rahul a uh, quick question here so my priority date is april 20 uh, sorry uh, 2013 uh, mm-hmm. i did downgrade in october of 2020 uh mm-hmm. my i I, w- i wanted to actually try and refile my employer said like i cannot refile with especially them but they are open for me doing outside counsel for it they mm-hmm. said that they would only help me if there is a 485j rfe in in that particular case i was wondering if i can go with an outside counsel in this case and if no, i no you need to document. you need to get the 485j signed by them to file it i see the, we need it at the start of the application that is right we can't just file it and get an rfe because first thing is we don't know if we are getting the company's approval or not that is the only way we know that you're getting the company approval got it so okay. if they are willing to sign the 485j supplement you can come to us and we can help you out okay sounds good thank you so much debeshish hi rahul uh this is debashish i have a question related to h4 ead renewal so mm-hmm. i am currently on my h1 and my h1 is valid till december my mm-hmm. wife's h4 is also valid till december however mm-hmm. her current h4 ead is getting expired in end of august this year my employer is going to file an h1b extension by the month of may just mm-hmm. one it is before that so mm-hmm. and i have asked my employer that i will be only going for an h1 extension and then i will go through the route you earlier mentioned in your videos whoa, 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 whoa. that route should include h4 plus ed extension too oh really yeah 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 so i will go uh, go to mexico since i wait 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 wait, wait. 
you should file H1B, mm -hmm. you should file H4, mm -hmm. you should file EAD. All three. All three. But the All H4 three. will take a longer time, right, to come? We know it. We know it's going to take longer time. Okay. okay. Uh, that's one way. That's one way of doing it. The second way of doing it is she can go and come back before August mm. and then file the EAD extension. Right, right. So I, I was getting <coughs> the success almost like a three years back. I don't know the current situation. Yeah, but my question is, you're wasting a lot of time on the EAD extension. I'm trying to see which one is a better aspect to file it with you or go ahead and come back and file it. So I currently... So I have another question, which is, she is she, her H four is already valid till uh, December, and her card is expiring in August. In August and six months, if I calculate, it, which is now that will be that will be from I, August. Though. From August. So shall I? Do you want? Do you recommend me to file her H four EAD now, or shall I wait till my H one? get extended with premium processing and then have her I-94 extended and then file. Yeah, oh, uh, I'll file the yield extension now. Now? Yeah. And then I will file the H1, H4 and EAD for her. Oh, okay, okay. So the current H4 EAD extension will give her only four months extension. That's right. But if she goes to Mexico and comes back, then she gets until from August onwards, she's going to get six months. Uh, okay. 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 So, um, okay. I think that's pretty much it. So I'll have to then file your recommending to file it right now. Um, yeah. To get yeah. Her. And does the automatic extension will come in the form of the petition receipt notice or where would I see that automatic extension happen? I-94. So I file H4 EAD petition. And wait, 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 wait. Automatic revalidation is when you go. No, not automatic revalidation. To... Automatic H4 EAD renewal. That's there on, online though. You just have to show the employer the 765 receipt notice mm -hmm. and, the, and, then, and, and then the online thing from the USCIS that you can work for six months period. Oh, so it doesn't get printed or in, in no, any No, it doesn't get oh, okay. no, any doubt. Oh, Next okay. person. Thank you. Manohar. Manohar. Yeah. Uh, are you able to hear me? Yes. Yeah. I'm Manohar from Hyderabad and uh, I worked in USA from 1999 to 2007 for nine years and left for India. And uh, now I am working for Ford India since uh, uh, 2008, uh, almost 15 years. My I-140 got approved uh, from uh, Compuware Corporation in Michigan during 2007. Mm -hmm. And I would like to know whether I can uh, uh, file H-1B uh, with any other employer or do I need to go with the new H-1B if I want to come back to work in U.S. You can try the new H-1B if you can try within this March 18th. You know the lottery system is right. Sorry. And if that doesn't work out though, then you can file a H-1B, but you may only get one year H-1B. Okay. 
my Y140 is current because uh, it is uh, the date. I am aware of it. I am aware of it. Yes, sir. Yeah. So please, what is the best way? And also, my daughter will be 21 by next May, and that is also another option that they can uh, support me for uh, immigration. So, yeah, but yeah. you need. Do you have a company that is, is willing to sponsor you? I am looking for that, sir. But I would like to know at least whether there is a provision uh, so that they will start to, uh, working. I can ask somebody because uh, yeah, they can they can file, but it's only one year you are going to be taken. After that, I need to come back to, or I can go for renewal. Yeah, you can go for renewal each time, only one time. Okay. Um. Um. You can only only get one year at one year at a time. Okay. In between, I can file my four eighty five and labor certification I one fourteen four eighty five. Yes, together. Yes, no, no, not together. First, you have to get the labor and I one forty approved. Then only I can go for four eighty five. At least labor approved. Labor approved. Oh, thank you, thank you, sir. Next person, please. Amata. Uh, hi Rahul, Amata here from India. Um. I have a B1 visa till uh, 2027. Um, I my sister is staying in Seattle, so I I am planning to stay there for uh, six months. I just uh, have one question: Can I go for the studies uh, after coming there? Is it is there any possibility like that? You can definitely go for studies, ma'am. Um, but your intention should be not to go for studies when you are coming, though. Once you come here, if you change your mind, that's fine. Okay. Then you may ask a question: How knows my intention? Well, you may be communicating with your sister. You may be communicating with other people, and they watch the everything, what has been chatted around. So, at the time of coming into United States, you must not have the intention to settle in United uh, to go as a student visa. Okay. But once you come here, you change your opinion. You can file a F one visa, and they will approve your F one visa here. Okay. Okay. I just okay. wanted to know. Yeah. Thank you. Sure. That's it. Next person, please. Dear. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, I have received EAD through four eighty five pending application. So my question is: If I use that while re-entering back to US. Would my uh, status be changed to AP or the EAD, or will it be still under H-1B? Just for the uh, travel purpose, I would like to use that. Did you get your I-140 approved? No, not on that application. But I, I actually filed two applications: one for the uh, EB-3 downgrade, and one recently for the EB-2. Ah, uh, I do not recommend that you use that advance parole if you have filed both though. Okay. Because it may be considered that you are getting married to the EB three application. Okay, so if I start using the EAD or AP, then pretty much it will be EB three. Right, right. Okay, I did not okay. say that it's pretty much, but, but I said uh, I have. It's a, it's a significant amount of risk is there that you'll be stuck in EB three. But would you recommend if the EB three I one forty gets approved uh, and still I have the EB two four eight five also pending? I still will not recommend using the advance pro. Okay. Okay. Next yes. person, please. Ankur. 
Hi, Rahul. This is Ankur. Okay. My question is, my H-1B visa expired in September 2022, and my company will plan to file H-1B extension in the end of this March. I'm mm -hmm. planning to visit India in, in June and return in July with my family. Meanwhile, if my H-1B extension visa procedure completed with new I-797, so is there any issue with me and my family at the time of return to USA from India in July? If that happens, though, and your passport stamping is there until September 2022. Yes, yes. If that happens, though, uh, I want you to carry the H-1B and H-4 with you. Okay? okay. And when you come into United States, you tell the CBP officer, look, I got the H1 extension until 2025. So show it to them. And you, you should be getting a I-94 until September 2025. Okay. okay? Mm -hmm. If you if you get the extension after you come back, that's fine. If you get it yeah. when you're in India, I want you to bring it with you. Okay. But when you come into United States, don't assume that the officer will give you the I-94 until September 2025 and you sleep until 2023, okay? You immediately okay. check online to see if the seven if the I-94 has been updated. If there is anything that says that I-94 is only until September 2022, there are ways to correct it. I don't want to discuss it. Okay? Okay. Okay. And uh, there is no issue with my family, even though uh, if my I-94 number is changed, that will not impact to my family member also. No. When you get the H-1 approval, there is a good chance your wife is not going to get the H-1, H-4 approval, but still they may give yeah, you yeah. her also I-94 based on your 797 approval. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Next person. Ms. Zer? Hi, hi, Rahul. Um, <clears throat> I have my um, EB3 uh, downgrade in October and I got AP and EAD, but I-140 is still not approved. Um, I'm planning to travel to India, um, but there, there is no drawbacks or appointment we are getting during that time, so I'm planning to use my AP. Are you um, working for the same company that filed the I-140 application? Yes. Okay. So you have I, less than 5% risk that your I-140 will be denied because I need to, I, I don't know all the other things. Okay. Um, so is that okay to travel in AP and come back? And then I told you 5% risk is right. Right. So the Margarita switch you mentioned, so that's, um, for that one issue there, like I my H1 is approved, but my H4, my dependent H4 is not approved. Um, if, if I don't get an approval, uh, will it be a problem to do a Margarita switch? When is, uh, yeah, it's going to be a problem for Margarita switch for H4. Okay. 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 Um, and will it affect, like if I use my AP, will, will it affect on any EB2 if I want to go, if it become current? Uh, I repeat again. No. Go on AP, use, using AP, if I go and come back, will it affect me uh, in future if I go back to EB2? Will it affect anything? Or? If you want to interfile, it will not affect. If okay. you want to refile, it will affect. Okay. 
Okay. All right. Next Thanks, person. Rahul. If you're a newcomer, please put your camera on. Let our team know, guys. Umiyal. Hey Rahul. Hey, this is Ayapan. Hey, I have been um, in the US multiple times using three different L1 visas. Um, so what had happened is uh, when I when I came in using the L L L1 visa L1A visa, uh, the second petition. I stayed uh, for a year and then went to India and then I took a three more than one year break. And then I came back to US for three months using the same petition and then went back to India. And, and then I had a nine months break and then the, that visa expired. Then I applied for a fresh L1A blanket and then came to India in 2017. Now my employer is saying that as you had, I had used the old visa, old petition to come for three months, my one year cool off doesn't count. The counter will not reset. So they are saying that the visa itself, what is awarded to me now is erroneously awarded by um, USCIS, which is because my maxed out, I was already- I, 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 got the, I got the point. The only thing is that, I don't have the answer right now, though. You will have to make a consultation with me because I really don't have the answer. I got the right. What what they are telling is that you maxed out on the seven year. Is it L one B or L one A? L one A, seven years. Yeah. yeah so what they are telling is you're maxed out because that the three year gap that you had, a two year gap that you had, is right. The one year gap uh, and then came three months. Then came okay, well, three months. Yeah. What they are telling is that that. Since you came on the old visa, though, that principle is definitely, definitely applicable for the H-1B, though. Okay. But I don't know if that is applicable for L-1. I, I, I Honestly, I don't have an answer for it. Okay. So you have to make a consultation with me or Rebecca Chen from our office. Okay. I don't have an answer. It's a simple answer, but I don't have an answer for it. Okay. Just that the school of has to be, is it tied to a petition or... It's not tied to a petition, right? The, it well. is tied to the petition for sure in the H-1B though. Okay. Okay. I don't, whether it's a tied to the petition, see in the H-1B, it's not tied to the petition. It's tied to the visa number. So for example, after the cool-off period, did we apply a fresh H-1B or did we applied under the same old H-1B? If we applied under the same quota though, Without going through the lottery system, then that one that that uh, that one year, the time that you spent for the first year, the first time will count. Okay. If we filed on the new lottery, then it doesn't count. Okay. Okay. So that's a difference. So it has nothing to do. It can be the same employer. It can be a different employer. So whether or not we use the lottery will determine though. But I don't know about whether how it's applicable to L1. I can't recollect it right now. Okay. Okay. USCIS has issued me an visa as well as an extension. Just, be, just because they issued you the visa doesn't make a legal thing legal. Okay. Okay. And which I'm not telling that I'm not telling that it's applicable. I just don't have an answer. Okay. Okay. Sure. Thank Sorry you. Sorry about that. Next person, please. I'll have to I dig a little bit though. I will ask that question to my team though. Hi, Rahul. Uh, this is Satya. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. I have uh, two I-140s from uh, previous employers. 
um mm-hmm. but uh, right now i cannot go back to the uh, employers uh, that's why i processed with my current employer itself uh, the perm and uh, it got approved uh, now uh, actually my priority date is june 2013 mm-hmm. uh, so uh, i i am eligible to apply on uh, 140 i140 as well as 485 but my lawyer is telling it's advisable to go step by step getting i140 approval and after that 485 is that the case or i can apply so you you got the perm approval right now yes your lawyer is a very smart lawyer um here's the thing though but i i would wait until the april priority dates comes into current okay mhm okay the the reason why we advise let's get the i140 approval main reason is i don't care about your money okay mm-hmm. you lose the money i don't care about the money the main thing i'm more concerned about is that if you file i140 plus 485 you mm-hmm. will end up good chances end up going to texas service center mhm and if you go to texas service center though the case load that they have the approvals they are doing it it's going to take almost like i don't know na- how much is 90 months how, how much is uh 3000 into the how much is uh, 40 months 40 months it's going to take 3 uh, years for you to get the green card oh. but if your mm-hmm. i140 is approved you have a better chance of going to uh national benefit center where you mm-hmm. you have a chance of approval within 6 months of getting the green card that's the reason why like however mm-hmm. one point mm-hmm. watch mm-hmm. the visa bulletin which is going to come in april what if the visa backtracks oh, okay you mm-hmm. never know so if the mm-hmm. visa backtracks then i'm going to file i140 and 485 this month itself mm. if it okay. doesn't backtrack in april i'm going to mm-hmm. file i140 get the i140 approval and file the 485 if the i140 mm-hmm. is not approved also i can still file the 485 but i will mm-hmm. wait until the visa bulletin so uh, one question uh, so now if i can apply for for uh, i140 on premium basis and uh, once the visa bulletin comes in uh, then i'm eligible to apply for 485 right yes based on the receipt so, notice you can apply yeah so uh, that's a good good idea right uh, applying like in this week or next week uh, before the uh, bulletin comes in applying for i140 no 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 not before the bulletin comes in here oh. is a reason here is mm-hmm. a reason mm-hmm. you may not get the receipt notice by end of march on premium basis also yes you may not you oh, don't want to take okay. a chance so wait mm-hmm. until the priority date of april is given mm-hmm. then you okay. take a chance oh it's going to come in next next week is it right uh-huh yeah Yeah, you prepare it I one forty. File it mm-hmm. only when if the, if you are good in April. If you are not good in April, forget all the things. File I one forty and forty five. Okay, okay. One more question. Mm, uh, like uh, I got divorced in twenty eighteen, but uh, um, uh, it's an uh, like emotional thing, and uh, later we stayed together. so um, right now uh, we are not married but to staying together uh, what so, is his legal what is his legal status uh, he is on h12 boy well, if you want to get married again and then file a 485 for 
um, again we had to get married uh, only for the uh, 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 so when i talked to some other lawyers they said like only for the uh, uh, legal status um, getting married right now is not a good idea uh, so after whoa, getting whoa, whoa, green it's card not legal status if uh-huh. you are living together uh-huh. get married it's not for the legal status purposes you're telling you're living together right now yes we are living together yeah so it's not for legal status you are living anyway you just mm-hmm. get married and file the for it for him oh okay 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 mm-hmm. next person and the last person for today and reddy hi rahul uh rahul like um the question i have is like um i came to india on you know january 15th and then i i went for a h1b stamping um i i provided all the documents as a, as part of dropbox um and i got an update on jan 27th 27 stating that you know it was refused i did not get an email or anything until you know 4th or 5th of february so i reached out to the support uh, you know email which we had mm-hmm. and uh, like they said you know um please send us a scanned copy of documentary evidence you know to show that you were exempted from four year ban and uh, the bracket that said example i140 so i did submit whoa, whoa, whoa. it on february three year ban or four year ban it's a four year ban why did you get the four year ban i don't know Prashant. i and never overstayed or you know there was never a case like you know uh i need, you need to consult a lawyer bro because we need to look into what's going on on it okay did they give any section or anything like that nothing like i did not get any email from counselor and when i reach out to support team again after providing i140 they say it's admin processing and they not provide me any other information they simply provide the same template every time whenever i send an email out so it is an administrative processing it's not refused though we are noticing that if it's an administrative processing they are telling it's refused though because if they give a refusal they have to give the thing in writing why they refuse Yeah, yeah it's yeah basically it's a refused but these days the status is always being uh, projected as refused but the support team said uh, it's in admin processing uh, but you said four year ban where did you got this four year ban uh from the support team like uh, support uh, usf whatever email What, they have they in, in the email they sent an email for the four year ban and why 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 yeah. does it has to do with anything with the i140 that's for like i'm actually confused probably they must have copied from a different template and pasted it here that's what uh you should consult a lawyer though yeah. you should consult a lawyer okay. immediately okay and the okay. best person in our office would be steven brown for that okay sure okay uh, i'll reach out thank you them. guys for so, coming so not getting an email is not related to this right at all because the counselor never wrote an email to me it's only the support team is trying to you know we are we are noticing that recently that uh, this thing but since they said it's a bar we want to take it more seriously Okay. okay. Next person. Thanks, uh, sorry. Thank you, guys. The next conference call will be tomorrow at three thirty. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information, or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites. 
rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.